Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. This podcast and this summer tour would not be possible without our sponsors, so please check them out, go to their websites, listen to their value propositions, and consider doing business with them. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, I'm Ryan Hicks. And I'm Zach Fishman. And if there's one thing we've learned through many episodes of Modern Business, there never seems to be enough time to manage all the marketing vendors you work with. As suppliers in the franchise space, Ryan and I know how confusing it can be to navigate choosing the right ones. Sometimes we see brands that have an agency for PPC, another for SEO, and a company that handles social media, and another that handles your website. We often hear from franchise marketers that they spend entire days just communicating with vendors just to get simple tasks done or to gather data from all of these separate sources. Fear not, franchise fam. Zach and I are so excited to introduce this week's sponsor, Scorpion, a marketing company built to handle all the needs of franchise brands. Scorpion is an all-in-one marketing partner capable of handling everything your franchise needs, from your branding and website to your search engine optimization, online reputation, and paid to advertising. But listen, don't take our word for it. Entrepreneur Magazine named Scorpion the number one franchise marketing company. To learn more, visit scorpion.co slash mb. That's scorpion.co slash mb. Hey, welcome back to Modern Business Podcast. This is day number three of the Franchisors.com summer tour, and we're here at Fast Signs International Headquarters before we roll out of Dallas, Texas, and we've got a lot of places that we're rolling. Um, before I introduce today's esteemed, very esteemed guest, um, Zach Fishman, hit us up with a little update on what the rest of this week looks like. Yeah, so uh, actually after today, we're going to be heading down to Waco to go visit with the CMO of Neighborly Brands. Uh, And then after that, we will be going to uh, go visit Gordon Logan, uh, the founder of Sport Clips today, uh, closing out in Austin. Uh, And then for the rest of the week, we are going to be uh, heading out to San Antonio to go visit with uh, some folks at Massage Heights and also uh, with the largest multi-unit franchisee of Denny's, uh, Don LaFrieda. Uh, And then following that, we will be heading over uh, to Houston, lots of driving folks, uh, down to uh, go visit with uh, Code Ninjas and Christian Brothers Automotive until we finally uh, leave the great state of Texas to head over to Louisiana. And that's just leg one. Um, So today's guest was kind of laughing as we were talking about that. But let me go ahead and introduce, um, by way of introduction, she's the chief executive officer of Fast Signs International. Um, She's also the incoming chair of the IFA and just an overall incredible leader and person. Um, And also thank you because you connected us with Aslam Khan, who we spoke with yesterday, and he was phenomenal. But Catherine Monson, welcome to the podcast. Well, it's exciting to be here. Looking forward to some great uh, conversation. So am I. So first and foremost, I've been seeing all over the social feeds all types of accolades. You guys are winning stuff left and right. Brag on your team for a little bit, because it seems like you're kind of up to some good stuff. Uh, We've got a lot of great stuff going on. It starts by picking great franchisees, and we've consistently done that year after year after year, and then having the best corporate team that's possible. We've got 119 folks all over the United States and a couple in the U.K., five in the U.K., and we focus every single day on improving franchisees' profitability and improving their profitable sales volume, spending a lot of time learning how to be even better, and then implementing what we learn. So it just all works together. I've got an amazing executive team, an amazing middle management team, 
amazing uh, everybody in the franchisee facing in our national accounts team. We just got the best team ever, and we're doing what we need to do. Love it. We're going to dig into a lot on that topic here in a little bit. Um, we're also going to talk about some other general franchise business. Uh, before we do that, it's, it seems like it's been kind of hard for you to fly to the team uh, as you've had some travel woes. <laughs> I'm not supposed to bash American Do, Airlines on this podcast, am I? Think, I? Because I I've been doing we, it pretty much on Twitter and yeah, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, maybe we have Modern Business Nation rise up for you. If, if, that, would, that would <laughs> right? be great. But, that would be great. Yeah. But um, to jumping into the first question here, one of the things that I love here about your HQ is Inspiration Hall. Tell the folks what that is. Well, I have been collecting quotes about success and positive mental attitude and goal-directed behavior literally, I can't say all my life, but all my career. Mm -hmm. And I have found those quotes as a way to fill my spirit and to fill my soul and to keep myself motivated and going. Um, I've been at Fast Lines International now for 10 and a half years. And when I came here, we had been in the building a couple years, but hadn't really focused on any decor. And I'm hoping that you guys are going to take a tour of the building today and you can see that we have put throughout this building and this, this conference room table as an example, uh, hundreds of examples of the amazing work our franchisees can do. We're so much more than signs, right? I mean, it's about any kind of interior decor. But as I looked at that one long hallway, I thought a great way to use that space would be to take the over 150 of my favorite quotes about positive mental attitude and goal-directed behavior and self-motivation and a sense of urgency and never stopping learning and filling those in the hall. And uh, what has happened as a result of that is many of my team have come to me uh, over the years during times of you know personal challenge or business challenge and just said, wow, I just went and spent five minutes in Inspiration Hall and it made a difference. And what's really fun now is uh, if you go to visit many of our franchisees' locations in their production area, there are a lot of quotations there. Um, and so we, anybody on the team can send me a quote that they want to have uh, put in Inspiration Hall. And uh, there's one in there that I didn't approve, and it was like, if you want to teach your kids about taxes, eat their ice cream or something like that. <laughs> I didn't approve that one. Someone just put it up there, but it's a really great quote thinking about uh, understanding what taxes are. It's like taking part of your kid's ice cream. But I just find that as a way to fill my soul, and my team has found it a way to fill their soul. Our franchisees are finding it a way to fill their souls, and so that's what that's all about. Well. Wow. Maybe we can have a celebrity submission, and Zach and I will submit some items. You probably won't accept them, but hey, one I of yeah. mine's funnier than that. That was funny. <laughs> I like that a lot. One of the things that I like also in this room that we're sitting in, you literally have images, pictures of different fast signs locations and the owners of them. Um, so it just it just kind of oozes that you care. Well, I mean, with this, with this, we have nothing that we sell besides great people and a great business model. The great people being the corporate team that supports franchisees. Um, and we've got a business model, but you know, we don't make a product. There's no cookie dough, right? There's no seasonings and spices, right? Mm -hmm. What we bring are amazing people that take great care of our franchisees, that are always looking how to be better, how do we improve, how do we help franchisees improve their profitability and grow their profitable sales. And so that's what we focus on every single day. And a natural outgrowth of that is pictures of our locations and pictures of our franchisees. Got it. And now, a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Franchise Help. 
Franchise Help is the industry's largest source of online franchise leads, the number one lead generator for many of franchising's biggest brands, and has been ranked four years running as one of the country's fastest growing private companies by Inc. Magazine. Millions of people visit FranchiseHelp.com every day to find and research franchise opportunities. Let Franchise Help's lead generation experts customize a powerful FranDev marketing program that will keep your franchise's development pipeline filled with a steady stream of fresh leads. To learn more about how you can be involved in Franchise Help, please contact Adam Kirschman at adam at franchisehelp.com. Once again, that is adam at franchisehelp.com. Well, now I can see you face to face because my mic stand I just popped I saw that. Up. It did that all on its own. <laughs> it likes to do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are some of the top initiatives at, at Fast Signs? You know, we are continuing to enhance and implement our more than brand promise of being more than fast and more than signs. And that includes everything from helping our franchisees uh, hire and train and develop really outstanding outside sales professionals Mm -hmm. that go and speak to customers and prospects and really bring to life the smart ideas to help them grow their businesses. It has to do with expanding our franchisees' products and services and really having them become... um, almost a small marketing agency for their customers. That's the kind of value that they can bring. We provide a lot of training to our franchisees on particular business challenges and how signage and visual graphics can help a customer overcome those. We spend a lot of time educating our franchisees and their employees with case studies and examples of how franchisees help customers achieve their business objectives. So we've got expanded products and services. We've got the outside sales initiative uh, and continuing to help our franchisees train and develop their staff. We uh, have lots of different ways that we help our franchisees train their staff, but one that we're really excited about is a gamification training app from Mm. One Huddle. Yes, You probably know Sam and the guys from One Huddle, Mm -hmm. and what we find is that is a great way to put together short burst games that reinforce the Fast Signs business model, our our values, different products and services, how to sell, et cetera. And uh, so we're really excited about that as well as, as an initiative. So more than brand positioning, everything that's involved in supporting that, outside sales, um, and then helping franchisees uh, train and develop their staff. You know, every, country, every company in the United States today is facing a labor shortage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finding good people is difficult. And then uh, training uh, and bringing the skills is difficult. And so anything we can do to help our franchisees do that and accomplish that is very, very important to us. And then, of course, we have that overarching initiative that goes beyond our current brand positioning, which is improving franchisees' profitability. Um, In 2009, uh, my first year here in the summer of 2009, um, I established four key strategic objectives, one of them being improve franchisee profitability by 55-0%. And that was it, in 2009? In, in the summer of 2009. Okay. I set that as a, a overarching objective for the company. Um, and we set that objective. I, I spent uh, the first six months getting my arms around the business, spending a lot of time in the field. I did a 28-city town hall tour, spent a lot of time face-to-face, toe-to-toe, belly-to-belly with our franchisees, and asking, what do we do well? What can we do better? Where do we get in the way? And then as a result of that, put together our four key strategic objectives They actually anchor Inspiration Hall. So as you walk down Inspiration Hall today, you'll see that the four key strategic objectives kind of are centered in that hallway. So then we conducted a financial benchmark survey in the first quarter of uh, 2010, gathering financial statements from 2009, where we found our average 
uh, owner discretionary profit was 12.9%. We didn't know the number when we set the objective of increasing profitability by 50%. We then found out the number after that first full year of business. So we actually exceeded that 50% improvement in 2017. We did our 2017 financial benchmark survey in the first quarter of 2018. We're really exciting that we exceeded that 50%. So now our overarching objective is to further, infranch- further uh, increase franchisee profitability by 25%. We know exactly wow. how to do that. Our profit leaders are already hitting yeah. those kinds of numbers. They're, that's not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do is keep teaching our franchisees those best practices on how to improve their profitability. So we just completed our 2018 financial benchmark survey and average profitability is up to 20.2%. So that's really, really exciting and our profit leaders are significantly above that and then we're working on teaching everybody in our network what to do to do the same things, the best practices that the profit leaders do. So, I mean, that's really what we focus on every day is profitability, helping franchisees sell high margin products and services, not playing in a commodity game. Heck, we play in a $30 $30 billion sign and visual graphic market yep. in the United States. It's a huge market. And yes, there are some buyers who only care about price. We're going to let those people go to Vistaprint. We're going to let them go online. We're going to focus on those small to mid-sized businesses that are looking for ways to improve their business, looking for ways to uh, get more customers, sell more to existing customers, motivate their teams, all those things. That's the things that we can do with visual graphics. And now, a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by RPM. Open for business, a simple term, but a complex process. Let RPM help you. We are a real estate and project management firm whose main goal is to turnkey the opening process for both franchisees and franchisors. Let us manage the brokers, architects, contractors, and other various vendors, allowing you and your franchisees to focus on the training, marketing, and hiring. We save you on average 20% on time and 70% of total project costs. Check us out today at www.openmyfranchise.com. That's www.openmyfranchise.com to see how we can help you. I want to shift topics and chat a little bit about you do a lot of advocacy work and a lot of work with the IFA and all the rest. I want to talk about um, your involvement in the International Franchise Association. What are some of your main focuses there? Well, first off, I uh, never intended to get into franchising. Um, I get out of college. I got my first job. I realized three years into that first job where I was a buyer at Beckman Instruments, I was never going to become a CEO. Buyers become purchasing managers and then they die. You never find a purchasing manager become a CEO. So I had to look for a different kind of a position and uh, fell into a little company called Sir Speedy Printing Centers that had under 200 locations. So we would call it an emerging franchisor, uh, under 200 locations, and uh, got involved in that group first in the franchise sales department later became in charge of franchise development in that company that was called opening and then training and then marketing and then communications and then I ran their European subsidiary and I ran pit printing when they after they bought that but what happened is I fell in love with franchising I love the franchise business model now I grew up in a family business my parents had one preschool became five preschools went through elementary school over the years and um through working in that family business, starting at eight years old, and the weekends I would go with my dad and mow the lawn and clean the toilets. I don't know if you know, but they make little tiny toilets for little tiny butts so the kids don't fall in, right? So I'd clean the (laughs) tiny toilets. And then over the years, I would get involved more and more in different things. So 
franchising is really a way to help small business people be more successful, help small business owners succeed. And so my passion is small business. My passion became franchising. And so because I'm passionate about franchising, I then got really active with the International Franchise Association. Um, for the last 20 years, I have been a speaker at every IFA convention on one topic or another because I want to give back. I want to help other franchisors, particularly emerging franchisors, learn best practices. And then because of my committee work and my um, eagerness to help, I was invited to be on the board of directors in 2008. So I've been on the board of the IFA since 2008. And then uh, I guess it would be three years ago now, I was elected to be in the chairs, which means starting in February of 2020, I will be the chairwoman of the IFA. But I think that is just an outgrowth of my love for franchising. So what, what do I love about franchising? We help people build wealth for their families. We help create economic output. We create jobs. All that stuff is really, really exciting and, and, and really good. And that what that's why I give back. So what can happen is if you have a young franchisor, or it could be an, any franchisor, that isn't doing a good job taking care of its franchisees, isn't, isn't focused on franchisee profitability, isn't focused on great franchisee-franchisor relationships, that could lead to a disgruntled franchisee going and speaking to their congressman or their senator. It could be state or federal level. level and saying that big mean franchisor took advantage of me or that big mean franchisor, um, I've lost everything. I'm not successful in my business. And then there can be bills passed that are bad for all franchising. There's a lot of unintended consequences. Just because there's one bad franchisor doesn't mean all franchisors are bad. So a great example is there was a franchise relationship bill that came up in Alabama this year uh -huh. that would have been very bad for franchising. Uh, one of the things that it was retroactive, yep. went back in, in perpetuity. It allowed a franchisee to decide not to participate in an ad fund. Well, you guys understand That's, franchising. That ad fund is for the benefit of everybody. Mm -hmm. And so we at the IFA worked very hard to defeat that bill and knock on wood we have for this mm -hmm. legislative session. We expect that it's going to come up again next year, right? Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of advocacy work we do. Right now, there are a couple states uh, in, the, in, the, in the country where franchisees are required to pay higher wages than their non-franchise independent counterparts. It started in Seattle. Well, as an example right now, there's a $15 an hour minimum wage in front of the House of Representatives. And what we're working from an IFA perspective is to get a franchise fairness rider on that bill that says you're going to consider franchisees as individual businesses. You're not going to think of them as a large company and, and require them to pay higher wages. So the kinds of advocacy we do is all about franchising franchise fairness and protecting the franchise business model. And that's a very important part of what the IFA does. And then another big initiative and important part of what the IFA is all about is um, training and development for the team members of franchisors. If you think about uh, a majority of the brands who are members of the IFA, they're small franchisors under 100 locations. We got a big percentage that are under 25 locations. Is it like 80%? About, right. We Like 75% are under 200 locations and 25% uh, are under 25 locations, right? So those are small emerging franchisors. They don't have a lot of resources. They probably started doing whatever they were doing, whatever their model is. They didn't start in franchise. And so that providing great education and training and development for the, their team members so they are great franchisors is another really important initiative of the IFA. So we're all about 
promoting, protecting, and enhancing franchising. And um, I'm uh, passionate about that. Um, I'm very involved uh, with uh, the IFA also in what we call FranPAC, our political action committee, and, and encouraging folks in franchising to give donations. They have to be personal donations. This is all regulated by the Federal Election Commission. Um, but because we need that money to develop relationships and to support candidates that are pro-small business and pro-franchising. So it kind of all works together. Yeah, for example, with this Alabama issue that came up it's critical for for folks that jive with what you just said about caring about the franchise business model i know me personally it's very similar um at the end of the day it's it's a lot of people think that it's this big bad brand but it's just a collection of a bunch of local operators that's exactly right and um people on capitol hill might not understand it so how can people learn more about FranPAC, or should we just link in the notes of, of this program? Well, I think um, any any member of the International Franchise Association uh, can give to FranPAC. Uh, the maximum donation per year is $5,000, and I'm proudly a max donor for, um, it's got to be 15 years now. Um, but even a dollar a day, $365 a year would be a great donation. And I've encouraged my team and many of my team members have donated to PAC year after year. And I encourage my franchisees to do the same. Um, but the key is you got to be a member of the IFA first. Now, you could text. In fact, I could probably look on my phone. We'll put it in the notes. We'll find it before we leave. That's right. You can text a certain, you can to a certain number, you can text FAN, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, that gets you to be a uh, affiliate member. And from there, you can give to FranPAC. But you have to have done that first. Um, but even, you know, even a dollar a week, $52 yeah. a year. By the way, I got it. So text, text FAN to 52886. So you're saying all somebody has to do is text FAN to 52886? A N and then they can be really cool. Just a five two eight eight six. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. That's five, fantastic. Five two eight eight six. And In folks, fact, e e even even Ryan and I, who uh, you know, we're we're still on the on the front half of our career here, do give to Fran Pack. So uh, please do uh, text that number. It definitely is a great way to get involved. And also, some people do use Fran Pack to have the ability to network with people, such as Catherine, to be able to learn from them. Because you do have the ability to be in rooms with people that you otherwise wouldn't uh, if you do give to Frampack and, you know, actually support the initiative. And the, the, the reality of the world as it is today is it takes money to create relationships with elected officials. I, I, I mean, it, maybe that sounds dirty, but the reality is we need to support those folks running, those candidates running who are pro-business, pro-franchising. Uh, and it takes a lot of money for them to get elected. And then it takes money for them to get reelected. And even a, a small contribution from the International Franchise Association of $1,000 to a candidate goes a long way develops that relationship so later it's very easy for us to say hey i want you to know about this franchise this bill that might discriminate against franchisees from a wage perspective or i want you to understand that these small businesses are creating jobs and it's the ability to have those relationships and developing those relationships does take some financial contribution got it well what i'd like to do because we do have limited time and i want to be respectful of yours and I think we have to get on the road because you folks in the audience heard some of the schedule that Zach and I have 
Um, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to jump over and do um, the franchisors.com segment. It's kind of an exclusive piece of content that we're doing. We have 11 topics that we're going to be asking some questions on. We'll make it flow nice. Um, but uh, for the folks that for the folks that want to check that out, you can check it out on franchisors.com. Um, any any parting words for the audience? I know we had to be brief. We're going to have to have you back on because I want to ask you about a thousand things. Well, you're, you can uh, always have me back on, and, and I love to talk about a thousand things, particularly if they have to do with franchising or fast signs. Those are the two things I'm most passionate about. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you very much for being here, and we'll have you back on very soon. Great. Great.